Hello and welcome to the Style Stories podcast with me, your host, personal stylist, Lisa Gilby. This is a podcast that aims to bring you lots of tips and tricks and inspiration for your wardrobe so you can really root through the clothes that don't work and unearth the gems that do work for you and get clarity on your personal style. This week on the podcast, I'm joined by Georgina Nesta. She is the queen of the written word with over 11 years of experience slaying copy and content for a variety of publications, media outlets and small businesses. Her writing is like a breath of fresh air in a world full of fluff and filler. She's a no-nonsense wordsmith who knows how to grab your attention and to keep it. Georgina's on a mission to help other business owners find their voice and stay true to their values, mission and purpose in a sea of copycat content. She's not afraid to call out the fakers and pretenders and help her clients stand out in a crowded market. Her mantra is keep it real and she lives by it in everything that she does. When she's not crafting killer copy, you can find Georgina dancing away at live concerts, watching videos of cats on YouTube, or experimenting with new makeup looks. She's no stranger to a glass of wine and believes that life is too short for bad vegan. You can find Georgina at georginaonline.co.uk. The reason I asked Georgina onto the podcast is because of her authenticity, the fact that she values this so much, which is exactly what I value too when it comes to crafting a wardrobe, pulling together a wardrobe that really works for you, but also the way I live my life, everything I say, I'm just authentically myself and it's really important to be that because if you're spending your life wearing things you think you should wear or behaving in ways you think you should behave and you're not true to yourself, you're never going to be fully happy. So this is really important to me and it's why I really wanted to ask Georgina back onto the podcast. She has been on before. Also, Georgina is a plus-size lady as well, and I wanted to talk to her about how she shops. Does she feel that it's got better? Because a lot of high street stores do not cater for size 16 and over, which really is quite a disgrace. So I hope you enjoy this week's episode. Today on the podcast, I'm welcoming back on a guest that's been on before, Georgina Nestor, who is a content and copywriter with over 11 years' experience. I always get my guests to introduce themselves when they first come on because they always say it a bit better but you know this podcast is about style image and fashion it's not a business podcast we're going to be talking a bit about what Georgina does but we're going to ultimately be talking about her style how important it is to her fashion and hopefully we'll bring some tips for people listening of where to shop and some inspiration today so welcome Georgina thanks so much for coming on the podcast again Hi, <laughs> thank you for having me back. <laughs> and could, could you could you give me a little quick, I mean, we're both ex-corporate girls. We used to be in corporate and now we do our own thing. So what what's your your story? What what happened with there? So I was in investment banking for about six and a half years. And um, I left that in 2018, in summer 2018. And the very next day I decided to start a business it was all very short notice a bit of a whirlwind yeah now I've been running this business for it'll be five years this summer um five yeah. years doing it by yourself. and what what exactly is is your business I know you do copywriting you help people to yeah to... yeah so I do I do content and copywriting I've been doing that for 11 years or over 11 years now and when I was in corporate 
I sort of moon, I was doing moonlighting um, as a freelance writer for various publications, uh, media outlets, other entrepreneurs, not that I was an entrepreneur back then. Um, and now I do it full time. And the thing that I love in my work is that I really help people to bring their real voice out. Um, the online market is so saturated, especially after COVID. I, th I feel like everyone has a business these days. And it's so important now more than ever to make sure that you are being your true self because people know when you're not. And that's what I help them to do. I do, I mentor them, but I also do done for you content and copywriting as well. I mean, this is one of the reasons I really wanted to have, have you back on the podcast is because we speak the same language when it comes to the fact that we both really value being authentically yourself. And like you say, and if, if, you know, I talk about being authentically yourself in style. So don't follow trends. Don't get caught up in trends and get distracted. Until you know yourself, you'll always be a bit confused, you know. And like for you, it comes out in co copywriting. So mm -hmm. I said before you help people to talk. I didn't mean it in that simplistic term. But what I meant was you help them to find their true voice mm -hmm. yeah. and get it into their copy because like you say there are it's a really busy I mean yeah everyone's got a business and styling side Georgina obviously it's like every um someone you know every day pops up new who's done a styling course people did yeah. styling courses in lockdown and there's you know it's a saturated market so how can you stand out by being yourself it sounds it's it does sound wishy-washy when you first hear it you know like oh just be yourself and then everyone you know the clients come and you get your brand out there but it's really about knowing what your brand is and knowing who you are and how you and your business align i think a lot of the time business owners um forget that they are not their business they just run their business they're the ceo they're the company owner um and it's about making sure that your brand's values are so clear that anyone that comes across your website, that comes across your socials, knows exactly what you're all about and why you're doing what you do. I think a lot of the time, especially since the pandemic, people just started a business thinking, okay, this will make me some quick cash. And they didn't really think about why they were doing it and what message they wanted to put out there into the world. So I think this is why now it's more important than ever that you do have that really clear message that people know exactly why you're doing what you're doing and who it's for and what you're all about. And I think that that's the easiest way to stand out. It sounds really simplistic, but it really is as simple as that. Well, people are scared of, we're going to get onto this, but like people dress how they should dress, right? And I think... It, it, it comes with copy. I think whenever I see someone really stylish, I'm waffling here. Whenever I see someone really stylish, I think, or someone who goes for it, I think I want to be friends with them because I obviously know themselves well. They've got an inherent confidence. And when it comes to writing, you know, it's like people sort of hold back and they're a bit scared, I think, of being, say, they, they say what they think people want to hear rather than, am I making sense? Do you know what I mean? It's yeah, yeah, you are. Yeah, yeah. Too much think... should. Yeah, there's so many shoulds. I think there's so many shoulds when it comes to style and fashion. And then there are so many shoulds when it comes to writing and getting your brand out there. And I 
just I just don't I don't agree that uh, that should should even be in the dictionary to be honest <laughs> yeah if you can be your if you can just be brave and just be yourself and sort of say things like there's that old there's that thing you know we're talking business here um you you end up just you attract the people that are for you so you attract the people who will you know love you and love what you want to say what you're saying and want to work with you genuinely because when you're authentic you're genuine that's why it's so important you know if you're sort of just trying to say things that you think people want to hear then you're going to maybe miss the mark but I mean you you're all about this you're all about passion as well and I think if if you talk really passionately about something and you live your life passionately you you sort of can't be wrong no you can't I think it's all about knowing who you are and sometimes we get lost we don't really know who we are like things happen in life um we all go through stuff that makes us sort of question our identity and wonder if we're doing what we you know should be doing or even if we're you know living life how we should be living and that and there is no such thing as should ever in in life in business you know other than like taxes and things like that there's no such thing as should and when you're living your truest life when you're being authentic when you know who you are are we allowed to swear on this podcast i won't swear but I can swear <laughs> I was going to say, when you know who the F you are, it just, I don't know, it lands more powerfully. Um, but when you know who you are, everyone else knows who you are. When you when you have a certain perception of yourself, that's the perception everyone else has of you. So, you know, when it comes to style, I, I love experimenting with clothes, makeup, as you know, I love makeup, um, yeah. hair. I love to, you know, just dress how I want to dress. And honestly, I don't care. I don't care if it's not fashionable. I don't care if people are, you know, taken aback by something I might wear or, you know, if I'm wearing ridiculous eyelashes at 2 p.m. on a Wednesday and like, massive earrings and sparkly dresses and stuff. I don't care. Like, I just like to dress how I want to dress. Um, and it's the same with my writing. I just say what I want to say, make sure it's all aligned with the message I want to put out. Right. Yeah, yeah and do that I mean I know um Georgina you've spoken openly about it that you've you have um gone through periods of self-doubt and feeling insecure and I just you know and that's held you back and I just wondered how you've well how how that was you know when, when has that struck and how have you pulled yourself out of that yeah I mean I, I go through these doubt these self-doubt cycles quite regularly I think I think a lot of people do um one of the main things that caused me to ever start doubting myself was when I was bullied when I was at school um this all started when I was about 13 I was really badly bullied and I was you know I was beaten up in the street twice I was beaten up on a bus yeah I had a really horrible time for a couple of years um and i was picked on for the way that i look so i was picked on because i had not that you can tell right now where it's all tied up but i have really curly hair um i'm really freckly again not that you can tell i can't like, see I, any freckles no, i've got lots of freckles as they well come out in the summer wait until a few a couple months down the line and then i'm like Wee! all my freckles are out um i've always been a bit bigger 
um also I've always been taller as well and people just thought that that was you know that was a, a thing to start picking on before it's funny because now people curl their hair all the time and draw freckles on <laughs> um but yeah I was bullied for the way that I looked that's where it all started from when I was 12 or 13 and ever since then I'm I have I you know I have processed it and I'm through it and I, I believe that I'm on the other side of it now but because it happened and I can't change that sometimes it does still come up things will trigger me and it makes me remember like how I felt back then and it's kind of you know that can happen these days even you know how old am I now 32 <laughs> so like 20 years down the line I forgot how old I was <laughs> I never forget how old I am <laughs> sadly I'm way over that hill um so you so you think it came it came from there and but yeah. you but how would you and how would you say that you've gained confidence what what's been is it just you know loving yourself what's the thing that's given you the confidence just knowing so, yeah I've I had to go through you know quite a bit of therapy which I'm massively um I'm a massive proponent of having therapy I think over in the states people love therapists like loads of American people just have a therapist for no sort of real kind of reason they'll just have one almost like uh, yeah. you know we have a oh I don't know like yeah, a whatever, yeah. yeah something like that yeah exactly um over here it's not talked about as much but yeah I did you know I had I had quite a bit of therapy that really helped me to reframe some of those um you know the stories that I'd sort of started telling myself about myself because of all that that happened to me um I've also got the most amazing friends I've had these friends since I was little um and they've just been a consistent uh, figure in my life I've got a really close group of girlfriends um and you know some of them were bullied some of them weren't but we were always we were always there for each other and just having that kind of you know like that consistent um group of people I'm so fortunate to have them because they have massively helped me and I can just text them if I'm having a rubbish day you know and I know that they'll always be there for me and vice versa um and experimenting and not being scared of just I don't know, like wearing what I want to wear or doing some wild makeup. It really helps me to feel better. Um, and music, a lot of music really helps me too. Well, it, it, I mean, yeah, you, you know, preaching to the converted with how makeup and all that makes you feel better. I'm feeling very Monday-ish today. <laughs> it's Monday. I was just like, oh, I, I just looked in my makeup box. I was like, right, pink eyeshadow. I don't, you can't probably can't see but I've got quite it actually makes me look a bit like I've, I've got red eyes but no, I, I like it lick of pink on my eyes and a red top and that's how I've stepped into podcast host mode how, like, so how has your sort of style changed over the years you, you've developed it you've become more confident and yeah. for me like as a bystander looking at all your content and stuff it looks to me like your image is very important to you yeah it is it is very important so if I'm going you know even if I'm meeting a friend for lunch and on like a like a Thursday or something you know not a big night out anything like that I still want to look my best because I feel my best when I look my best um if I'm leaving the house to go and meet someone or even just me and my husband like going out for a couple of drinks in the week or something like that. I always take the time 
which I'm, I'm fortunate to have. I know that a lot of people, you know, you might not have all the time in the world, but I am quite privileged where I, you know, at the moment don't have kids or anything. And I can spend the time sort of really getting ready and spending that time with myself. That's so important to me. And you know how if you go on a night out with your friends, sometimes the most fun part is all getting ready rather than the actual night out. Like, I love that. Yeah. I love just sitting there and doing my makeup and, you know, figuring out what I'm going to wear, although sometimes it's really stressful. Um, I like to always look nice when I'm when I'm out and about. Yeah, same with me. It's important. And I, I, I do not get the frivolous thing. I don't, I just don't, it's not in my vocabulary that people think that it's a frivolous pursuit to spend time on yourself and to, I mean it's it's self-care but yeah. I mean you, you know you mentioned at the beginning you're tall you, how tall are you I'm, I'm well I mean I say I'm tall like I'm some sort of <laughs> giant but I'm only, I'm 5'8 which is kind of not you know not huge but yeah. not you're curvy you're curvy lady and you know you're not necessarily catered for in the shops. I really want to talk about that. Yes. Today. Yeah. I mean, if we go back, you know, if we go, um, so basically curve is, is how people describe curve models. Yeah. They used to say plus size, you know, that kind of thing. And I don't think that people generally like that term anymore. Um, there's like mid-size, isn't there? And, you know, mid-size apparently is size 10 yeah. to... 14 or 16 I think and then um curve is above yeah it's just mad but, <laughs> you know years ago they would be on the high street Evans and I know we talked about this last no. time <laughs> clothes with butterflies on them and that was oh. the choice wasn't it um so what's happening has the landscape changed I think that it has it is well I think it is I think it's changing I don't think we're fully yet there yet um I personally I still do find it a bit harder to go into a shop on the high street and just find what I want and buy it when it comes to clothes um you know I mean <laughs> all shop names have completely escaped my head and now I can't even think of any <laughs> but um you know okay like new look for example if I went in there mm. I'm I'm about a size oh god it really ranges it massively ranges I could wear a size 18 or a size 26 like that's how inconsistent that's a, the shops are huge difference <laughs> yeah, that is ridiculous <laughs> it's crazy um but I I you know I could go into a shop and if I wanted to go and buy like a nice dress for the evening or something I would have to go over to the furthest corner right over near the changing rooms hidden and all the clothes are quite a lot of the time pretty drab mm. um or they've just got strange patterns and like quotes on the front and it's like I don't want to wear that I want to wear what the you know like what the slimmer people are wearing like just because I'm bigger doesn't mean I don't want to dress in a way that I like <laughs> um yeah so some of the clothes in in the shops are kind of shocking I've, I don't remember the last time I actually went into a clothes shop to buy something for myself I've gone in with friends when they've gone shopping and I've sort of looked around and thought yep nope nothing for me here <laughs> where do you shop then I go online so this is one this is one gripe I have with the fashion industry so for people who don't want to spend hundreds every time they buy a new outfit it's quite hard to find um ethical plus size brands 
So I, I, I do shop on places like Boohoo and ASOS and Sheen. I think that's how you say it, Shine, Sheen, don't know. Is that the one that's um, in China? Sheen. Yeah. 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 And, you know, I, I, so I don't buy clothes as often anymore as I used to. I did used to buy a new outfit every time I went out. And I've not done that now for I've, the start of this year. I said, right, I'm just going to wear the clothes that are in my wardrobe. If I don't have something, if I don't wear something for at least six months, then it's going, I'm going to get rid of it. I'm going to sell it. I'm going to send it to a charity shop. I don't know. I'm just going to get rid of it, give it to someone. Um, so I'm trying to not go out and buy a club, well, not go out. I'm trying to not go on my phone and buy stuff as much these days. Right. But um, I do find I have had a little look and I do find that these really fast fashion brands are actually the nicest in terms of the clothes, not in terms of the quality, because you're not buying it for quality. You're just buying it for style. You're talking yeah. about the style of the clothes. I find a lot of the time on these apps like Boohoo, ASOS, Sheen, these like cheaper, um, these cheaper shops, they do they do cater for bigger sizes in the same clothes that they have for the smaller sizes, which is like music to my ears and it doesn't cost any extra. It's the same price, which I think is amazing. But then again, you've got this, you know, the ethical side of it and knowing that there are these like poor people in sweatshops getting paid nothing to make these clothes. I just yeah it's like a real battle in my head and at the same time i'm like where where are the other choices for plus size women like me who don't want to wear cheap clothes that have been made by like slaves and there's, there's obviously a gap in the market georgina i think we should we should launch a clothing brand i mean <laughs> sustainable definitely in like more Lizzie, accessible sizes i mean the only places i know um so uh asos i think have got uh have got some um plus size clothes asos never fully dressed i think i do like never fully dressed they're quite stylish they are really so i love the patterns but you know what they're not for everyone though they're great for someone like me who loves to wear kind of loud things but i couldn't imagine someone a bit more conservative wearing the clothes from never fully dressed i don't know not for a minimalist no not for a minimalist no, no. I mean, how would you describe your style then? I'm going to put, I, mm. see, I'm going to put you on the spot a bit because I, I, I say to people, like, choose a really good way to find your style because they used to do that thing. So they would say, right, which style tribe are you? Are you preppy? Are you relaxed? Do you, you know, where, but actually, if you, if you think of three words to describe your style, mm. That's really powerful. And then when you put an outfit on, you can think, does this fit my three words? I find it really useful. So mm. colourful might be one of your words. Yeah. Although, do you know what I say about colours? But I love nothing more than, this is a bit weird. This is kind of niche and you'll probably laugh. But so on a really, really sunny day, I love nothing more than wearing a, a fully black outfit and then like bright makeup and really standing out because you don't expect people to wear all black. Yeah. Bright on a sunny day. day. I love it though, um, because black is one of my favourite like colours to wear. Not because I want to hide; it used to be, but not now. But because I can really, you know, I can wear so I can look something quite dramatic when I wear it. I need to get these three words though. I'm trying to get away from okay, doing dramatic that. Dramatic is a word. <laughs> dramatic is one dramatic, of the words. Yeah. So you're probably quite sort of avant-garde then. That's that's another way of describing that style type. Yeah, I, I would say. I'd say feminine, hundred percent. I don't really do like androgynous looks. I am very feminine, I think, in how I dress. 
um, you know, like if I'm wearing jeans and a top, then I will make sure that I'm wearing jewelry and like nice hair and makeup and that. I don't, and I, I don't really ever wear trainers. I don't really like wearing trainers. They, I don't know. I'm just not a fan. Glamorous then. Glamorous. Maybe glamorous. Maybe. Well, Although today I'm not feeling very glamorous. <laughs> well, I'm not. I'm as I said, we are recording this on a Monday, and I am feeling task of the week. <laughs> Mondayish today. No. But bold, glamorous. I think bold's a good one, and and glamorous and feminine. You know, it could be that. But yeah. obviously, you've got you've got a rebellious spirit in you there. Because I you, was going to say rebellious needs to. I feel like glamorous makes it sound not rebellious enough right <laughs> what's a good middle word I don't know I know what you mean I know what you mean because you're sort of you've got a bit of edge in there haven't you so glamorous mm. is maybe a bit like edgy obvious. glam can we say edgy glam as one word <laughs> edgy glam see so, so you know if you you know you're originally from Essex as well I know you don't you've been in London for a long time same as me but when you think of the pe- the way people dress there I mean that's oh no that look is like extra isn't it it's... very extra I am extra just not in the Essex way <laughs> I love it though I love I love the fact that they all get really dressed up there really dressed up yeah yeah I mean I don't know I, I saying that I don't, you know like the whole like white stilettos and stuff I don't wear that I can't really wear heels because I've got a um, dodgy ankle but yeah I don't know I, I don't really do the whole like ultra Essex my sister does my sister's very Essex I should probably hate me for saying that but she's very Essex in how she dresses um yeah <laughs> yeah that's sort of, that that I would say is quite sort of sexy glam isn't yeah, it? That kind yeah. Of the only way is Essex sort of look and everything really <laughs> quite extra I love you know is it part of your identity would you say sort of dressing up dressing well and yeah it is yeah there's this sort of running joke with my friends that if I'm given like less than two hours notice to go out or something then they know that I'm not going out because the likelihood is is that I'll be sitting at home in a tracksuit with my hair like this with no makeup on (laughs) so they know they need to tell me well in advance you know give me at least a few hours notice if we're doing a spontaneous thing right right. it's really important that I feel good and feel confident when I go out if I don't then I'm just not going to enjoy myself and so much of that comes through my my clothes and my makeup same and I think the only time I don't have makeup on for me is when I'm ill that's literally the only time I would otherwise I put it on quick question before yeah we, we wrap up it was about um jeans you found because I know some listeners would uh jeans were always really hard to find and you found some great jeans can you remind me where they were from yes so the jeans that I bought that I love and I've been wearing them like for about two years straight now from new look um I find of new look they're quite accurate sizing wise so I think the ones I got about size 20 I think they're a size 20 and they're skinny jeans but they kind of they really lift me you remember when we met I was wearing the mom jeans yeah <laughs> mom. Like, not quite sure not quite sure of the mom style on my body type um I'm, I'm back to wearing skinnies now I know they're not fashionable apparently but they suit me yeah but the new look ones they're really I think they're called lift and shape oh, okay yeah because they're high high-waisted aren't they skinny yeah. And, you know, if if that suits you, then forget what's on trend, following trends is you you end up with a wardrobe full of stuff that you don't really love. That's the thing. So it's important to to get your body shape right. Okay, thank you so much for joining me. And we're going to start, we're going to launch a fashion line, Georgina. That's, yeah, (laughs) we'll work on it. We'll work on it. But there seems to be a gap in the market. If anyone is listening who knows some good sustainable brands, that go from size 18 and upwards, please let us know because I would love to share that. 
on the podcast because it's obviously a bit of a problem. Right, thank you so much for coming on today. Take care. A huge thank you to Georgina for joining me on the podcast this week and you can find her at georginaonline.co.uk. If you're enjoying the podcast, please remember to hit the follow button and leave me a review. It really means the world to me. It helps me to get up the charts. If there's anything in particular you would like me to cover on the podcast, drop me an email, lisa at lisagilbystyle.com. I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you next time. 